I want to say something about freedom from fear. I guess I don't have the same fears I did as a young man. Young people feel fear more acutely, perhaps. The whole nation faces fears. I faced fear from cancer, and the nation now faces fear from coronavirus. It's a problem, isn't it? And finding freedom from fear is a big issue. So what are our big fears? Death, pain, uncertainty, injustice, and what are their counterpoint? Love, the need to be valued, hope. Let's talk a moment about death because it's something that we need to think about, don't we? It's something we need to come to terms with. If we're faced with major challenges in terms of health or other struggles that face some in wartime, then we have to deal with the issue of death. It's a big one for us all because it's the ultimate journey we will all take, that final big adventure we will all have to undertake. Excuse the pun, it wasn't intended. But it is, what, exciting? No, that sounds macabre to say it's exciting, and yet in some ways it is. Death is like falling off a mountain. It's either going to be fun or it's going to be fatal. The point is that death is death. You're going to meet your maker or you're going to be obliterated. And which is more likely? Some of us, my wife in particular, would be more concerned about the prospect of meeting her maker. That doesn't bother me that much. I mean, I've not been perfect. Far from it. But I believe that I have a a saviour who died for my sins, so crack on. I'm not going to be perfect. I haven't been perfect. I'm unlikely to be perfect. But there you go. I am what I am. That sounds like fatalistic Frank Sinatra stuff, you know. He sings, I did it my way. My mother always disliked that song. Thought it sounded self-righteous or inconsiderate in some way. But I can understand where he's coming from. I mean, I haven't done it my way, but I've done it the best I could. I think that's what we all have to do with our life. Just do it the best as we can and face the grim reaper when he comes for us. Just defiantly, very defiantly, with courage and bite that bullet. What's the other end? What's the other side? What's the other side when you fall off the mountain? You're going to land in soft snow and (laughs) you're going to just go good night and somebody switches the lights out. I don't know. But I believe in eternal life. Belief is a choice, isn't it? And I recommend the choice to believe. You know, belief is like loving. You can choose to love somebody. You can choose to believe in something. You make choices. Okay, you say, oh, no, I couldn't choose who to love or I couldn't choose what to believe. Well, okay, maybe you haven't got that capacity to make decisions about things, but you can make decisions about loyalty. You can be loyal to the concept of a god. Blaise Pascal said, if you're a gambling man, well, I'm paraphrasing, but he said something along the lines of, if you're a gambling man, you know, <laughs> you have to take odd bets on whether there's eternal life and it affects your behavior. You might as well bet on there being eternal life. If there isn't, you haven't lost much, but if there is and you said a prayer or two, can't do you any harm. No, I think it's worth being loyal to God. There is a God, for goodness sake. That's self-evident. Are you one of those that thinks the whole universe came spontaneously from nothing? Nothing comes from nothing. Nothing ever could. You know, the sound of music, that song. Of course it can't. And then we get into other issues, like the who created God issue. But I think that you cannot have 
God without creation. You cannot have creation without God. It is in the nature of God to want to create, just as in the nature of all life to want to create. Anyway, digressing, let's move on. What's the other great fear? Pain. Pain is a fear. But then for those of us that have been through things like chronic pain, how it it can get so intense, your, your body sweats with pain. And I know chronic pain from cancer can almost become like a friend. Acute pain nobody wants. I don't like sudden acute pain and discomfort. Nobody wants chronic pain either, but you can get used to it, you know. You can. You can deal with it. So I just mention it because a lot of people are afraid of pain or this painful thing of coronavirus. It's a horrid, 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 horrid business. But pain is just a transient thing. Whatever the kind of pain, it's not going to last through eternity. I don't believe in hell. No, no such thing. Not for a loving God. And the alternative that we all live forever is almost more scary to me in some ways, but I kind of like it. It has a certain poignancy. You can't kill the spirit. Maybe you can remold it, but you can't kill it. Anyhow, pain. Think about it. We don't need to be afraid of pain. It will end. Uncertainty. Now, there's an issue. And we've just been faced with a statement by our Prime Minister, which leaves us with all sorts of uncertainty about what's happening next and how it's happening. For God's sake. He messes things up, doesn't he, Boris? I thought he was the salvation of Britain. He was like the saviour. But he has messed up this coronavirus thing. He's one of the victims. He should know better. Him and Donald Trump haven't done particularly well, in my estimation. Just the way I feel. I like certainty. I like things very clear. So until you know, don't tell me. Until you know, keep the message simple. Let's not have confusion here. I don't want a muddled roadmap for the future. Give me news when you have news. Don't speculate. That's important. It's good to choose your belief system. To choose to believe you'll live forever. Because you don't have the time and the patience to deal with all the muddle and all the uncertainty. It's a waste of time and we all have a lot to do. We need certainty about ourselves, our future. We need a sense of direction. My father, my late father, I've said this before, but my late father used to toss a coin rather than than be muddled about which way to go because he reckoned the most important thing was to make a decision. All those who depended on you needed you to make a decision. You do not need prevarication. Then he had a point. And we don't need uncertainty. It's very difficult if you're facing, you know, the maybes and ifs of cancer or coronavirus you won't like the way i deal with cancer i'm sorry yeah i know you won't like it you won't like it at all but i'll just tell you i mean faced with the uncertainty i had something that with that my surgeon thought was pancreatic cancer and indeed it was i had two tumors on the head of the pancreas lucky they hadn't spread inside but they chopped out a good chunk of my middle so i went in facing that operation with uncertainty my future was likely to be indeed they were were quite candid about it they said i had a 60 45 year chance of survival but i wasn't even sure about the operation and my goodness it was a monster of an operation but i i did get through it by the grace of god so how did i deal with it when i was going into it i just thought well Goodbye, world, it's been a great life. It was easier for me to expect the worst and then be happily surprised by the best. (laughs) I'm sorry. Now, 
if you're younger, of course, you you think that approach wouldn't work, but it it has worked for me even as a younger man. And when I faced operations and things like that, um, kind of fatalism. You know, like the First World War. If your number's on it, that's what they used to say. The bullet. If your number's on it, I have always liked that kind of fatalism. Expect the worst and hope for the best. What you get rewarded with, by and large, is never as bad as you expect <laughs> until the bullet comes that kills you. Yes, I know, I know. But, I mean, it's a way of dealing with the brickbats of life, little and large, and there are plenty of big ones. Okay, and then what's the other great fear? Do you know that the other great fear is injustice? I don't like injustice. Now, this is less selfish. Everything I've been talking about thus far has been selfish. Because fear generally is a selfish thing, isn't it? You're afraid for yourself. But there is this, this concept of injustice where you fear for the world and you feel not fair. The Welsh used to have this expression, so fair play at all the times. Fair play mattered a lot to the Welsh, as I remember. Things are, oh, God, I miss Wales. But, but, but fair play. And you expect fair play from life, and not just for yourself, for everybody, for all God's children. And it makes your heart bleed when you see the injustice of it. Yes. So how do we free ourselves from the fear the anger-producing fear of injustice as you watch the cruelty of fate and circumstance. Well, I guess we have to be a little bit phlegmatic. I mean, everything has free will from the volcano to the virus, and you and me, God's taken his hand away and let the world travel on because he has to. That doesn't mean you have to be accepting of the injustice of it all. You can rail against the darkness and rail against the exploitation and the cruelty of fate and the cruelty of others towards your fellow man. And you can stand up and be counted. And you can be defiant. And it's good to believe in justice. In believe in justice and peace is what really matters. Matters so what? For what? Well, it one thing that sustains us in the dark days, in the valley of the shadow of death, and it is love. So we have to remember that when we see others in difficulty and lift ourselves, our own eyes from ourselves and our own immense pain, and it is often immense pain. Lift your eyes from your own circumstances and look around you at others and love them. And be loved in turn. Expect love. Expect to be loved. But love with all your heart till it breaks even when you are suffering love. There's nothing better than love. Uh, love casts out fear. That's from the scriptures. Only love casts out fear. And there is nothing else. So that really matters. That's the major, major issue in life. And when you're in a dark place, when you're in that valley of the shadow of death, you know who you're loyal friends are because you see them because they they take pains to speak to you or to look out for you the counterpoint to fear is to get a sense of purpose and value everybody wants to be valued everybody wants their lives to matter and that's a great strength 
because if you feel you're doing something valuable, if you have some central dispensation from God and this is what you're going to do and how you're going to do it and you can get on with it and you have a sense of your own value and you are valuable, remember that you are as precious as Jesus Christ in the eyes of God. If you don't believe that? You're as precious as Muhammad Buddha. You're as precious as the greatest writers that ever lived, Shakespeare. You're that precious in the eyes of God. You doubt that for one moment? Look, know what it is to have a child. You have a child, and you love that child with all your heart and all your soul. Then another comes along, another child comes along, and you love that child with all your heart and with all your soul. You don't love one more than the other. And then another child comes along, and you love that child with all your heart and all your soul. There is no limit to love. Love is total. God loves you as much as he loves Christ, Muhammad, Buddha, Shakespeare. You are as precious, equally precious in the eyes of God. Because love can't be limited. Even you are capable of infinite love. And so you want to be aware of your own immense value. You are immensely valuable. That's a given. And what else do you want beyond that? Well, hope. Now, hope I leave for last because there are times, of course, when there is no hope. You do go into dark days and you feel no hope. And even, even it can last for years. You can feel no hope, but you can still love and you can still, still be loved. But eventually, hope comes back. It's a frail thing, hope. And people talk about having a cup half full attitude to life, and that works providing you're not depressed. Then you can be defiantly saying, ah, I'm a cup half full person. But when you face huge challenges, it's quite hard to hope. But know that hope will come back. The dark days will eventually go. And it still may be sometime after the dark days go that it takes a while, you know. It takes a while to strengthen yourself up so that you can hope again and think and look to the future. But you can, you will, you will reach that point. And that's a fact. And so, freedom from fear. We need it. We deserve it. We shall have it. And we shall live. God bless you, one and all. Amen.